0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. What's everybody talking
1: about?
2: Will Smith, presumably. (laughs) Yeah, it's Will Smith. That's someone I've been seeing on social media all day. Like, to the extent that I deactivated uh, Facebook earlier today. And I I came back because I wanted to weigh in on something completely unrelated. Mm. But I'll be deactivating again because I just... It drains on me going to it and just seeing people who have no idea what they're talking about suddenly being body language experts. You know, Mm. here's a screenshot of this and they're just analyzing. Oh, you could tell from the 17 degree angle that he's holding his arm at Mm -hmm. that he's pulling his punches or whatever. And it's like, dude, you kind of have to, you know, train to analyze body language to that degree, just like they were all epidemiologists two years ago and six months ago they were all foreign policy experts. Now they're body language experts. Libertarians are really bad about it, man. Oh, you're saying these are
1: libertarians specifically?
2: Primarily libertarians. I mean, there are other people doing it, but libertarians are... uh, Some of the worst about it. I mean, they know everything about everything, and they won't let you tell them otherwise.
1: There's a ton of people online talking about what happened uh, last night with Will Smith going up on stage after Chris Rock made a joke about his (laughs) wife. In the, the mindset of these people, words are violence. Words that another person doesn't like. Words that may... You know, encourage a person to feel bad is tantamount to violence in these people's minds and so therefore justifies a violent response. And that's why they're looking at what Will Smith did and saying, oh, that's totally fine. His wife was being made fun of. So therefore he was just simply defending the words which they see as violence that were being used against his wife. And this is not just a leftist position necessarily. It reminds me of some of the things I've seen just in like downtown Keene, New Hampshire. Uh you know, there seems to be just a certain type of person who believes that saying things is justification for violence. And it's not always people on the left. It's just there's just people who use this as an excuse. Like, "Oh, well, I got my feelings hurt, so therefore it's okay to hit someone."
2: I don't know how they, how they failed elementary in, su- in such amazing ways, right? One of the first things we learn as children is that it's wrong to hit people. And it doesn't matter yeah. what they say, sticks and stones will break my bones, right. but words will never hurt me, right? It's It
1: shocks me how many people do not follow that, how many people don't understand that. And I wonder how many of them are the same people that flip out when somebody's got a camera in, in public. It has taken over meme creation. There are so many memes now with this you know Will Smith slap. I saw one of them, which
0: was like sort of a it looked meme like a punch to me.
1: no, it was definitely it was an open open handed slap. Oh, well. uh, which is one of the reasons why some people are saying it was fake and there's this whole controversy over that, which to me is uninteresting. They do
0: say you should never strike with a closed fist, but it is at times hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it probably hurts a lot more to hit somebody with a closed fist.
0: You're more likely to break your hand.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: and I suspect why... it's more
2: likely to lead to a full-on fight as well.
1: Could, could very well be. Might also lead you to uh, getting criminally charged because, uh, from what I understand, Chris Rock has declined to press charges against will smith so that so you know he just got hit in the face not the end of the world i guess the way he's looking at it um and if will smith had come in with a closed fist then that might have might have changed how that that played out but not so you know i'm not so concerned with whether or not it was real and i don't think you made the point on the air aria as to why you don't think it even matters right well
2: i don't know if i really can lay out a point about why it does or doesn't matter. It just, it has no effect on the conversation. It has no effect on our lives. It has no effect on the outcome. It has no effect whatsoever, whether it was a staged event or a real one.
0: The, it probably makes a difference to Chris Rock.
2: She could have come to her own defense. He went instead of her defense, right? Like, he pushed her aside and went to White Knight for her. He pushed her? The
0: Figurative. n- figuratively.
1: Physically, yeah.
2: I mean, there there was nothing, if she was offended, if she was like, oh my goodness, he's bringing up my PTSD and my former suicidal thoughts, she could have gone up there and slapped Chris Rock herself. She chose to sit there and do nothing. Which still would not have been okay.
0: I mean, I can tell you, when when my wife was going through chemo, if somebody had had made the wrong joke at the wrong time, I might well have laid him out, which doesn't mean, I'm not saying that's moral. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm saying that occasionally one does something that's immoral and doesn't necessarily feel that bad about it. Um, <laughs> I
2: would say that making a joke about a person going through chemo is is a bit more immoral than making a joke about someone losing their hair.
1: Well, this woman and, has some sort of a medical condition that is yeah, but causing is it deadly? That. I don't know. I didn't I look know it up. Either. I just I'm not going to presume that it isn't. I mean, it's probably unpleasant at the very least. Uh, but you know, I get your point, nobody. It's like, yeah, if you're mouthing off constantly and you're rude and you're the class clown or whatever, and and you're just insulting person after person, it's not unrealistic to expect mm. that someone isn't going to adhere to you know the non-aggression principle.
3: Chris Rock, um, apparently before this rehearsed everything, and this joke wasn't a part of that. Okay. Um. So that makes me wonder. Hey, is this a is this a skit? Like. Is this something that him and Will talked about beforehand? Um, I think potentially,
2: but let's say it's not. Okay. Um, I mean, let's say it is. What difference does it make? Well, then it's not assault. Does that matter to you whether or not it's assault or is that that technically battery? I I realize um, that's a legal uh, thing. Okay, so if I am
3: if it was if it was rehearsed, it's no different than the WWE. Right, we all know it's fake. Everyone has it. Like if there's a plan. You've cleared it. You're right. okay with getting smacked. If you hit somebody um, and they're not okay with it, you've crossed a massive line. Okay. So let's say let's say it wasn't rehearsed. Let's say it was all genuine, which it, it very well may be. When when Will Smith screamed it at the stage and made a big deal. Okay, you've handled it. You said your piece, we're done. Under no circumstance is it legal to hit somebody over words in every state. And I've looked it up because I've worked security all across the United States. Mm-hmm. If you threaten me, if you threaten to kill me and I pull a gun out on you, I'm in the wrong.
2: Why is the LAPD response to this something that concerns you so much? Because you are the, the only reason they're treating these people differently. The only reason these individuals. I've,
3: looked, I've I've looked this up, I've looked it up in the state of California, the state can press charges without the consent of the victim. So if I walk up to somebody and punch them and the victim says, uh, I don't I don't want to press charges. Well, the LAPD or whatever law enforcement agency can say, well, you know what? We don't really care whether or not you want to to, mm-hmm. We're going to do it because we feel that they're a threat to society at this point. Sure, and we all like know they they're not going to target
1: wrong. the elites. Uh, and that is wrong. Right?
3: That is that is that is a hundred percent wrong. And that is why I don't pay taxes.
2: Well, one of many reasons. I
1: don't, I don't think taxes. they should be arresting anyone unless the person who's been attacked wants the you know charges to be pressed. Are you saying that you think police should be able to do that?
3: I'm saying that. Either, A, they need to fix the law, which is, I would say is the best way, fix the law and say if the victim doesn't want their crimes pressed, if the victim doesn't want the charges pressed, then um, we don't do anything.
1: So, Arya, what has uh, allegedly happened uh, in Ukraine with these supposed war crimes?
2: Well, allegedly, Russian POWs have been shot. That's prisoners of war for some anyone out there who doesn't know that. The Russian wow. POWs have been allegedly shot and abused by Ukrainian soldiers. But don't worry. Ukraine Ukraine is going to investigate the matter. They're going to probe the matter and probably clear themselves of any wrongdoing. Probably as, say this tinder. was all a
1: Russian plot. And course- Well,
2: that's the thing. They led with that, mm-hmm. right? That was what their their propaganda minister. We're going to get into it. But that's, that's essentially. They already tried that, and it didn't seem to work.
0: I must be a bad man because I'll tell you. You invade my country, start killing people. I might shoot you in the leg. I wouldn't even feel that bad about it. I might shoot you wherever I could shoot you. (laughs) Well, I don't have a country for people to invade. Mm, I have a place where I live and people that I care about there. And somebody starts whacking them, I will not take kindly to it.
2: Ukraine has vowed to investigate after graphic videos emerged purporting to show the horrific abuse of Russian prisoners of war, including some who were shot in the legs. Which, as far as Nazi war crimes go, and yes, I am going to continue referring to the Ukrainian government as Nazis just because it, it pisses so many people off. The concept of war shouldn't be what it is, right? It should be their, their soldiers fighting against russia soldiers in some field somewhere where there are no civilians sort of like a boxing match only they kill each other instead of make it
0: consensual
2: yes and that would make it that that would have some sense of rules and honor to it versus Mm -hmm. this thing that we've had since the 20th century started and world war one and world war Mm two of just total war where it was the the civilian population is just as much fair game as the enemy soldiers. Yeah, the and-
1: civilians are a backdrop and a cover in a lot of yes. cases for the actual fighting. There was Last week, for instance, there was a bomb that was dropped on a shopping center in Kyiv. And the video of it is just absolutely incredible. The explosion is humongous. And the Russians say that the only reason they attacked the shopping center, which they claimed was abandoned or something like that who knows it was what the secretly
2: truth hiding military arms wasn't was it? it they had
1: rolled in uh missile launchers into the uh the shopping center
2: which is almost certainly a lie being told it, by the russian government
1: there's no there's no reason to think it's a
2: lie <laughs> could be true there's
1: satellite photos with the things in the parking lot russian lawmakers have approved legislation that could see people put behind bars for up to 15 years if found guilty of peddling so-called false information about the actions of the army
2: amid Moscow's military operation in Ukraine. I mean, that sounds really bad, but I I could see something similar coming out of the United States government at this point. Well, look what they want
1: to do. Hold on. Look what they want to do to Julian Assange. They want to put Julian Assange away for 175 years in the United States, and he has never set foot in the United States. And
2: he told the truth. That's
0: right. Hmm. It yeah. wasn't even
2: disinformation.
0: Truth it was just the truth. The, truth is treason and the empire lies. Right.
1: 15 years, by
0: comparison,
1: is like, you know, a short stay. 175 years is what the U.S.
2: government wants to give this man for the truth. And it's all its all wrong. It's all the yeah. more right. You shouldn't be able to throw anyone in prison for saying anything they want, right? Whether it's true or false, it's not worthy of a prison sentence, but you're absolutely right.
1: But Russia doesn't claim to be a free speech country. Right? Not no, that I've no. ever heard of, at least. And so this is just them doing what they do. But the point here is that RT is reporting on it. And the way they report on it is a very distinctly unpropaganda like manner. Like they use the word disinformation in quotes in the headline of the article.
4: It turns out that Helen Keller had become a socialist after graduating from college. And um, actually, she actually married a socialist man for a very short time, and then she annulled the marriage. So, so my thing is that socialism in America was very popular in the early 1900s, and especially the educated young people were socialists at that time. So, I yes, because the elite a,
2: have always viewed socialism as an excellent tool of control of the masses.
4: a handicapped, blind, deaf, dumb person that advocated for the disabled all her life is an elite socialist? A woman who attended
2: college in the early 20th century? Absolutely. Privileged. Yeah, absolutely, Sarah. I mean, she has some disadvantages, no doubt, being blind and deaf, and no doubt lots of struggles there, but you know, being the trans person in the room, let me say that these, quote, handicaps can often be an advantage. See, that's the thing,
1: Sarah. You're not actually willing to do communism. You're not actually willing to live the life of a communist and go onto a commune where you'll actually have to work. Now, look, you're never, you're never going to be honest about this, but that's the reason why you don't want to join a commune is because when it comes down to being in a community of, let's say, a few dozen people at most, they're going to know if you're not pulling your weight you're not going to be able to hide amongst the pages of some sort of welfare form and in the midst of some huge bureaucracy where you can just suck down uh, welfare payments for the rest of your life and live it easy. No, you would actually be required to go out into the field and maybe pick some fruits or vegetables and or be given some sort of a job that you would be expected on for the benefit of that particular commune to complete. That's why you won't join a commune, right? Allergic to work?
4: Well, I already live in a socialist, democratic, um, communist state. New Mexico is a very democratic, socialist state because we voted for Biden, who's going to tax the super wealthy. But you and can still open a business get.
1: in New Mexico. There's still some commerce going on that is, for the most part, voluntary. You do not live in communism, and you could, but you choose not to.
0: And mostly what they do is they tax the middle class, and then they hand it out to the rich and the corporations, and then they hand just enough off to the poor people to buy their votes, and it doesn't take much.
1: We've commented on the NFT craze, and I think that's the right word for this. Uh, this is the latest craze. Crypto- I would say currency. NFT bubble. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's probably a bubble. I mean, it's a craze and a bubble because yeah. it, it wouldn't be a bubble if it weren't a craze. Oh, that's true. Um, but it's, uh, it's it's a craze with a lot of money behind it. And so that's why we've got a, a huge uh, amount of money being thrown into these things. It's taken off in the last year or so, roughly, basically since uh, COVID, I think was when NFTs really started to, uh, to blow up. Certainly when I first heard of it. And... It's the first night that we've had a chance to talk to nobody about this who has also expressed some uh, skepticism of the topic. So, nobody, before we get into this story here from CNET about a recent, I don't know if we want to call this a bust when it comes to NFT, because they haven't all been big sellers, and we can get into uh, the story here. But what is an NFT? What is your understanding of? Uh, and remember, you know, we are on this general interest talk show. Uh, but so, even though this is like a crypto topic, this is really a crypto topic that has gone international in a way, like nothing else has ever done when it comes to crypto. Like this has been the biggest splash. Every corporation has signed on for NFTs. It seems like everywhere you look, it's like Toys R Us has got an NFT even though they don't exist anymore and GameStop and you know, you name it Microsoft and AMC
2: Theaters and your favorite ba- rock band. Uh so South Park mentioned the NFTs before they mentioned Bitcoin. What if the host changes the image?
1: At the URL, what if they take what you thought you owned and put something else in its place? So there's all kinds of really like questionable aspects of this beyond the ridiculous craze and the I mean, ridiculous price. The most price. obvious
2: question is what's stopping me from using the artwork that nothing. What, from using, you know, Punk Lord 2077 or whatever it was yeah. that, you know, Visa bought? What's stopping me from using that? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. And my copy is 100% as good as their copy. Yeah, this is something about digital
1: ownership and the ability
0: to... Uh, Does it confer the copyright? Is that enforceable? How see, could it be? Not legally
2: enforceable, but the that's what it should I mean, do, in my it, opinion. Right. It
0: could be by the copyright holder uh, contractually saying that whoever owns this token owns the copyright mm-hmm. on this particular thing, and anybody else who publishes it then can be... Uh, can be uh, sued? prosecuted or sued. Um, I, like,
2: I like that idea, sort of. I don't like the whole suing them part of it because, I mean, if if I if I write a book or whatever, someone photocopies and it's every bit as good as the one that you know I paid someone to sell, that, hey, good for them, right? Maybe I should find a way to lower my st- um, shipping costs or my printing costs or whatever so I can meet the, that expectation at that price range. I think there's an alternative explanation, though. What's that? And that's just to say... People it's a classic auctioning pump and dump. I mean, we mm-hmm. see it in the classic video games market going on right now as well, where people are mm-hmm. like, oh, the the original Super Mario Brothers just sold for you know $450 million dollars. Yeah, or whatever, and it turns out that it was actually just someone secretly buying the game for themselves or whatever, or mm-hmm. they own the auction company or whatever. Don't They're they just- call
1: that wash trading?
2: is think that a so. term for that? Mm. Or like Melania buying her own NFTs or some of right. these other people who we know are buying their own NFTs. But isn't just... that
1: also an, a, another way to do money laundering, right? If you're going to no, buy your no, own NFT... No, it's a NFT. way of
2: manipulating the market and convincing people mm. that a
0: thing is worth a lot more than it it's worth. It could be both of those things. Because then if you have you're the transferring media... transferring money to yourself, though, you're not really laundering it.
1: Well, you claim that it's not you. It's a customer buying it. You It's mm. passed through. So what they do is they look at these buyers on NFT or on these NFT markets, these huge sales, and, and I don't know how many of them are like this, but I've heard stories, and Melania Trump is the most sort of high-profile example of this. They Somebody goes and looks at the blockchain and says, oh, well, this was money that came from this wallet, which came from this wallet, which came from this wallet, and that's Melania Trump's wallet. Somehow they know this, or whatever. Sure. And they say, oh, well, this is just Melania Trump buying her own NFT. And I'm sure
2: she would say, "No, uh I don't understand wanting to spend tens of thousands of dollars owning you know, a digital cat so you can play this Me neither. virtual reality game with other people, but maybe $10 or $15? Okay, I spent worse on stupid video games. So I bought it's... Goat Simulator, sure. Buy that one your... looks like fun. I've seen videos. It was goat fun.
0: Simulator? Yes. Is I also some bought... kind of a sex toy? No it's... <laughs> no, it's a
1: funny looking game where you just run a goat around in an open world and cause all kinds of havoc.
2: I also bought COVID oh. Simulator for for, for two ninety nine on Steam. It's terrible. It's it's not even worth that much, but uh, it's stupid.
1: So uh, back to the story here. They are trying to fund this game. So the game doesn't exist yet, right? They're trying to Which raise money. Which is never money. a
2: good start because I'm against, you know, crowdfunding. Well, I'm not against crowdfunding, but I'm against this sort of pre-alpha, What what's the word I'm looking for? Gaming companies do it all Vaporware. the time. Well, it often becomes vaporware, but they have a term that they use in the gaming industry specifically for this. Early access? That's it. Yeah. I hate that crap.
1: I don't even know if this is there yet. They're just trying to fund this project. So they they offered this 10,000 NFTs. They managed to raise $70 million, a budget usually associated with Blockbuster, PlayStation, or Xbox games. But the project hit a roadblock. After raising all that money, the team unveiled the Pixelmon that would inhabit their game world. The project has been a laughingstock on social media ever since. And a lot of this con artists out there are very intelligent. They figured, oh, okay, well, Pokemon's huge. We'll use people's obsession with these cutesy little creatures that like to fight in video games. Got to collect them all. And we'll put out something that evokes those without actually violating Nintendo's copyright. Yeah, look um, how easy
2: it was. All they needed was like four or five pieces of, of decent art. artwork. Yeah. Nothing too exceptional. You could probably pay a three D graphic artist five hundred bucks to have you have him mock up five of these things. They don't have to look great. And, and then you say, Hey, we're working on this game and this is gonna be what is this is gonna be about this and it's gonna be called this and we're gonna right. have ten thousand of these different creatures, which to their credit. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to scam people, you might as well go big. They didn't go, "Hey, we're only going to have 1,000" cuz even Nintendo hasn't come up with like 1,000 different Pokémon. That's a lot of creativity. Sure. But this company is like 10,000. 10, <laughs> we're going to give all of 10,000 people a unique piece of uh, a unique monster that is 100% theirs. And they did. They well, I mean, they I don't did. know, man. Sort of. <laughs> they gave them something. At least they delivered something. They were drawn in, like, paint or something like that, but they look like they were done in crayon. Now it characterizes this as placeholder art. Is that like a, hey, this is the concept art from which our, our 3D artists are going to make a well, 3D monster? It's not
1: clear what the placeholder art is. This is the reveal. So they say here in this CNET story about this whole debacle is after they mint the nft so that's when i guess they determine how many of them there's there's going to be and then they you know they put it up for sale placeholder art shows up in the owner's wallet so when you buy the thing you get this whatever placeholder is upon the reveal you then get the actual art that you have oh. paid for
2: so these these little depressed apes or whatever that we saw earlier, that, that's this supposed this is the, final, the actual. Wow. Yeah, this is that's it. That's even worse. I was hoping that was the placeholder no. art.
1: No, they revealed this on February 26th. It's a bit like Pokemon cards, they say. Different NFTs within the same collection are valued based on how scarce their traits are. Just like how a holographic Pokemon card is more valuable than the standard one. So the reveal is essentially the equivalent of opening a booster pack to see what cards you got.
2: That doesn't matter to the person who's trying to build a good deck, though. It does not matter to the player whether or not their card is, is holographic rare. or not. Mm-hmm. It matters, does it is it going to be better than the card that I'm removing?
1: The art that the holders got, which many had spent over $9,000 worth of cryptocurrency on, was bad enough to become an instant meme. These guys are very, very cunning in what they did here. They used the people's love of uh, Pokemon, and then they borrowed, apparently, off of a popular Minecraft uh, mod in order to sell 10,000 of these NFTs, which apparently it's not unusual the way they did it. According to the story at CNET.com, they sell the NFTs, then they have the reveal date. Where you then find out what you got, and they claim here that the reason why some NFTs are valued higher than others is because some of the, quote, traits
2: are more scarce than others. Can so you, That's so insane. Hey, look, you're buying this thing, but we're not going to tell you what it looks like or what you're getting until after you've already bid on it. Because these were auctions. Each one of these
0: pieces was auctioned off, right? If you think buy so. a pig in a poke, you're going to get poked like a pig.
1: Uh they explained how it worked. They <laughs> started with 10,000 and they started with a price of I think it was 3 Ethereum or 3 Ether and then every uh some amount of time, minute or whatever, where the price would drop by 0. one. So basically everybody kind of piled in as quickly as they could if they were insane about this project. So it's
0: similar to an auction except I you were think racing because time sane about this this project who was involved yeah, with it. Yeah. It's insane.
1: I'm not a fan of collectibles generally, but I understand why people like them. I have had them in the past. I've had collectible things, and I've sold most all of them. Um, I like
2: digital collectibles a lot more than I do physical collectibles. Why? Because they don't take up space? They don't take space, yes. Like, I can have 10 billion... But yet you don't
1: like NFTs.
2: No, because they're stupid. Right. What's the
1: difference between a digital collectible and an NFT? Aren't those
0: like, the same as a digital collectible that isn't an NFT?
2: Well, I don't mind the fact that they're NFTs. I mind that they're they're overhyped and that people are paying too much for them and people are I claiming see. they're unique and they're not actually buying pieces of artwork. So the or,
0: theory
1: behind the NFT is fine.
2: Right. I see. But like World of Warcraft, I have a lot of unique outfits for my characters mm-hmm. and I like them. You, I could probably go through and you know say, Hey, I'm never going to use this particular cloak or whatever, just delete it from the outfit collection, but it doesn't take up any space. Sure. So I like it, right?
1: Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. You like the being able to customize a, a, a game character. So you when you're playing sure, the game, anything, right? You
2: you look the way you want to look and the way you want to portray yourself. But But I have thirty different You know, copies of the original Zelda as well on my PC, and they're all just slightly different. One would say, oh, you got 30 copies of the original Zelda. Well, no, I don't, because that would take up an extreme amount of space. I get what you're saying. Forget jumping on a plane and packing your sunscreen. Robots could one day go on holiday for us while we stay at home. And who's writing this? This is from The Sun. Okay. Of course, many of us want to properly lounge on a beach and see the sights. But scientists in Italy have shown how it can be done with a man more than 185 miles away from his avatar. Hmm. And then it shows a picture of him suited up with a with an Oculus, and he's got some sort of metal bars attached to his hips. It doesn't look it's a very comfortable. It looks very uncomfortable. Yes. As well as some sort of gloves. And there's a creepy-looking robot thing, but it looks like that came from a movie. I don't think that's actual... Really? footage of the robot that was used dude if somebody saw this creepy thing walking down the streets they would break it with a baseball bat. Hmm. It looks like it belongs in a horror movie or like it's on its way to murder someone. <laughs> instead of battling through tourists in Venice the robot did the hard work for him while he remained on the other side of the country in Genoa though he didn't just sit around to make it as realistic as possible, he was suited up with loads of sensors a VR headset and a walking board which are all mimic, mimicked by the iCub3 iCube, I guess, robots on location. They do have a leak here, so I get to click that and see what the actual robot I looks like. I think this like.
1: is the robot, though. The images are from the Italian whatever. Uh, it's a
2: creepy-looking thing, dude.
0: You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freytalklive.com.